It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti jumping on back with you. Hope you guys are having a good week. Hope you guys enjoyed the Super Bowl. What a game that was. That was definitely very fun. And, you know, maybe we'll touch on that a little bit uh, later on. But just real quick, I uh, just want to congratulate the, the Chiefs absolutely for what was a tremendous season and winning Super Bowl 54, 31 to 20 over the 49ers was a great game all around, you know, obviously unfortunate for the 49ers that they blew that lead. Uh, But quick shout out, of course, to the boys over at locked on chiefs. Uh, Congrats to them. It was, it was a great year and go check them out for their breakdown of the Super Bowl. And even on the other side, you know, you know, obviously, it's tough to cover losing a Super Bowl, but um, Brian Peacock over at Locked On 49ers, uh, check him out, obviously, for all the great content with the 49ers. But uh, it is officially the off season. It's hard, it's hard to believe now that we are in the non-playing season now, at least in the NFL. Of course, XFL starts this week. So uh, what better time to jump back into a... Jump back into a mock draft. Before we do that, of course, uh, I want to give a quick shout out, as always, to our friends over at uh, Queen City, Queen City Beauty Group. They've been a uh, they've been a great great support to us so far here at the network. So I want to uh, just give them a, a quick shout out again. Remember, uh, Queen City Beauty Group, our new friends over in Charlotte that offers transformational skincare services in the Charlotte, North Carolina area for anyone with skin. So, um, you know, appreciate the, the support from our friends there, Nichelle and Michael Mosley. Uh, and if you are interested in the in checking out Queen City Beauty Group, just know that they have a tre- tremendous workers there. Nichelle is a 2018 and 2019 international award-winning skin specialist, so you know she's top-notch. So she'll she'll treat you right there. She's a sought-after advisor on multiple professional peer-to-peer platforms and has developed her own skin skincare line and invented an exfoliating mitt for everyday use. And she is booked as a speaker in at least five conferences so far among skin specialists. And she specializes in treating diverse skin tones with life-changing results. Queen City Beauty Group provides professional results-oriented treatments, and they educate their clients on how to maintain continued results, and they take pride in exceeding clients' expectations. Queen City Beauty Group moved to a new location just a few days ago, and are now finally opening the calendar to new customers. They offer award-winning treatments for things such as acne, age management, hyperpigmentation, Skin tags, milia, sagging skin, fine lines and wrinkles, rosacea, sun damage, and body contouring. They are a boutique spa with only custom services. That means every treatment is customized to the individual client's specific skin and condition. So Queen City Beauty Group is here to help you 
with Valentine's Day, you can get your special someone something they will actually thank you for. Queen City Beauty Group's Valentine's Day special, and this is exclusive only to you Locked On listeners out there, is only $79, and it includes a consultation and an amazing custom treatment with Nichelle Mosley at Queen City Beauty Group. You get a $50 gift certificate for a future visit, or you can even re-gift it to somebody else, and you get a gift from Queen City Beauty Group. They also offer monthly memberships, which is a 20% savings, as well as individual appointments. So book the Valentine's Day special today. Again, it's just $79, normally a $215 value. You get the consultation from Michelle, from Michelle excuse me. The consultation with Michelle, the $50 gift certificate for a future visit, and a gift from Queen City Beauty Group. So just go to queencitybeautygroup.com. And type in locked on in the comments section when you booked the Valentine's special and type in locked on in the appointment form. So shout out to our friends over there. So with that in mind, let's uh, let's jump into the offseason, I guess, where we'll get into another live mock draft here in uh, in just a minute. But I do want to shout out. My buddy Kyle Krabs, it was his turn to do the mock draft over at uh, the Draft Network. And this time, there was not a... uh there was not a trade involving the Carolina Panthers. There was a trade at the top involving the Detroit Lions again, but this time it was the Dolphins trading up to select Tua Tungavailoa. Remember when we talked last time about these mock drafts, it was Trevor doing the mock, and he had the Panthers moving up to get Tua. But Kyle, in in his mock, has the Dolphins trading up to get Tua. Um... So just real quick, obviously, first two, no surprise as always, Joe Burrow to the Bengals, Chase Young to the Redskins. I think at this point, those seem pretty well penciled in. It's just a matter of, are the Lions going to stay at three or is someone going to trade up for someone like Tua? But in this case, Dolphins trade up for Tua. Giants take Mekhi Becton, the offensive tackle out of Louisville, who has really risen up as far as uh, the media media is concerned. But, I mean, he's a hell of a player. Then is the Lions taking Jeffrey Okuda at five, and then the Chargers taking Justin Herbert at six. So the top three quarterbacks end up off the board when the Panthers select at number seven. So he... Instead, gives them Jedrick Wills, the offensive tackle out of Alabama. And this is what Kyle wrote. He said, quote, The Carolina Panthers feel like they're on the cusp of doing something wild. The team is currently experiencing a changing of the guard. But if Cam Newton's Super Bowl week interview is to be believed, of course, the one with Brandon Tierney of CBS Sports Radio, he's said to be back in Carolina blue next season. I personally still think Newton is available for the right price, and there will never be a better time to change than now, given the departures of Coach Ron Rivera, Luke Kuechly's retirement, and Greg Olson's dismissal this offseason. And we'll touch on Olson in a minute, because there's already teams interested in his services. Kyle goes on to write, but will the Panthers get the right price? The only way I feel they move on from Newton is if it provides Carolina the assets necessary to make the kind of bold power play for a replacement that we should be expecting from owner David Tepper. 
I'm skeptical the Panthers will get that kind of haul for Newton given his recent injury history. Instead, I'll peg them with the best available pass protector to shore up the offensive line and help fortify the team's foundation for new head coach Matt Rule. And obviously, this is a position that we're going to talk about a while leading up to the draft because certainly there's a bunch of great offensive tackles at the top, all of whom should interest the Panthers. Wills is obviously one. We've touched on Andrew Thomas out of uh, Georgia. Makai Becton, the guy rising up boards out of Louisville. Uh, Tristan Wirfs, the guy we've briefed on before as well out of Iowa. So that's four guys right there at the offensive tackle position. And again, we, we've we've talked about getting an offensive tackle to help move some of these other guys around and just kind of solidify this offensive line. You know, put someone like uh, either Greg Little or Dennis Daly inside a guard. Well, Dennis Daly as well, but I meant uh, Greg Little or Taylor Moten, excuse me, inside a guard. Or you can have, you know, however you want to mix up the offensive line because. If they take one of these guys here in round one, he's obviously going to play tackle and probably left tackle because you have to think this new coaching staff is going to look at last year's tape and wonder or at least start to, to question what they're going to do with uh, with Greg Little after he, you know, let's face it, he struggled as a rookie. He he, he had his ups, but he certainly had a lot of downs. So you really wonder what, what the coaching staff is going to do there. But, again, if it is an offensive tackle, then there's no doubt that uh, Wills is going to be an option. And, you know, we talked about some of the others. But uh, So I definitely like that pick for the Panthers here, especially with the way uh, the first six picks rounded out. Because, again, all three quarterbacks were off the board. Uh, Jeffrey Okuda is off the board. You know, certainly Isaiah Simmons is definitely a possibility. Uh, Derek Brown, obviously, is a possibility. So, again, there's a number of, of directions we can go in. But um, at least in this case, he the uh, offensive line was the way they went in, in Jedrick Wills. And I'm excited to, you know, really dig more into which offensive line which offensive lineman might actually be the best shot to uh, to be the pick at number seven if that's the way the Panthers want to go? And again, you know, if they don't, if they decide not to take Derek Brown, you know, maybe they hope someone like Neville Gallimore is there in round two, or they move up for for someone like him. Because again, when we discussed that trade that we saw in Trevor's mock last week. We know that it, it's basically going to take at least both of both of their day two picks to move up from seven uh, from seven to three. So, are the Panthers gonna gonna be willing to make that move, or will they end up trading Cam Newton before the draft and maybe get an extra pick and get that little bit of uh, extra ammunition to move up. So they're fascinating to listen. The, the Panthers are a wild card in this draft. They really are. The the Panthers and the Chargers, you know, especially at least in the top ten, are definitely two of the biggest wild cards into how this draft is gonna go. So I'm I'm really curious what you know I'm really excited to see what the final result is going to be. But that was the mock. That was Kyle Krabs' latest mock. 
of uh, of Jedrick Wills, the offensive lineman out of Iowa, or excuse me, the offensive lineman out of Alabama to the Panthers at number seven. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So, with that in mind, we'll, of course, check out, uh, or I'll do my own, we'll do another live mock here in just a minute. But before we get into that, of course, a shout out to our other good friends over at BlueChew.com. BlueChew, of course, longtime friends of the podcast, the place where, of course, you can get the, excuse me, BlueChew, of course, the place where you get the first uh, chewable vite or the first chewable that gives you the same active, uh, the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. There we go. Finally got it to work. Uh, so you know that they work, and you, you of course, can take them at any time. And you can uh, – they work on a full stomach, so they work twice as fast as a pill because they're chewable. So you you can be ready to go whenever that opportunity arises and of course this isn't just for guys who can't perform it's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom bluetooth is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package so no in-person doctor's visit no waiting in the pharmacy and best of all no more awkwardness they're made in the usa and since bluetooth prepares and ships direct they are cheaper than a pharmacy so right now, for you listeners out there, go to locked on or go, excuse me, go to bluechew.com, b-l-u-e-c-h-e-w.com, promo code locked on, and get your first shipment for free. All you gotta do is just pay the five dollars in shipping. So again, bluechew.com, promo code locked on, and you get your first shipment for free. Just pay $5 in shipping. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. And our friends over at Echelon. To get fit in, in 2020, you don't have to pay it, you don't have to join a gym or pay a ton for overpriced fitness equipment. The best way to get in shape, the best way to get in the best shape of your life is with Echelon. So go to echelonfit.com. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N-F-I-T, echelonfit.com, to discover their EX1 connected fitness bikes that offer a high-quality at-home cycling experience at less than half the price of a Peloton. Echelon makes beautifully engineered products for everyone, busy moms and dads, first responders, and elite athletes, whatever your activity level. And with daily live and on-demand studio classes right in your home, you never have to step foot in a gym. You'll love Echelon, but if you aren't 100% satisfied, we will give you your money back. 
Join the hundreds of thousands of men and women who are getting fit with Echelon. Don't pay a ton for Peloton. Buy an Echelon bike today for under $1,000. So go to echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-F-L to learn about their limited time, free Apple iPad, and complete details of this exclusive offer. Again, that's Echelon, where it's your time, E-C-H-E-L-O-N, fit, F-I-T, dot com, slash, L-O-N-F-L. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So shout out to Echelon and Blue Chew and Queen City Beauty Group for their continued support here of the Locked On Podcast Network. So with that, we're going to jump into the mock draft machine on the draftnetwork.com. And again, if you haven't checked them out yet, if you haven't checked out uh, TDN Premium, remember that's where you can uh, where you can go in and make trades and you can join their Slack channel. A lot of great stuff uh, with TDN Premium. So check out the Draft Network and check out all the details of their premium subscription so here we go panthers on the board first six picks are in and already some interesting notes here burrow went number one jeffrey okuda went number two chase young at number three so interesting start there then jedrick wills then the dolphins went tristan Wirfs, and the chargers went makai becton so You know what we're going to do here? We're going to change it up a little bit, and we are going to take. And I think we took Herbert at the uh, in the last mock, but with two available, you know what? Let's let's play around a little bit. Let's have a mock draft where we lead off with Tua Tungavailoa out of Alabama at number seven, and Tua in this offense, I think could be pretty interesting. You know, you get to work with, with Joe Brady, who obviously just had the big work with Joe Burrow. So I'd be really intrigued if, uh, if he's there, if, if, the Panthers are able to get to us. So that's the pick at number seven. We're on the board at number 38. And I've seen this player drop to the Panthers pick at 38 in a couple of mocks on Twitter. And I'm pretty surprised, but if this happens, I think it would be great value at, uh, at number 38. And that's Grant Delpit, the safety out of LSU. Look, we've, we've talked about Delpit as maybe a top 15 pick in the past. We've seen him as the Panthers pick in a lot of mocks throughout the season. Now, you know, if you use TDN's predictive board on the machine, he's at number 24, and he's still here on the board. So you know what? We're going to shore up the secondary, and we're going to get what I think is pretty good value here, and we're going to take Grant Delpit at number 38. So so far we've got Tua, and we've got uh, Grant Delpit to kick off our draft here. So we're making our way now into round number three. 
where we have, and actually we still have a safety on the board, Ashton Davis, but uh, we've got, already got safety taken care of. I think we're going to hit up interior defensive line here, though, because definitely need some youth there. And there's a, a real good guy on the board here in round three that can definitely step in and help the Panthers out. And that's Justin Matabuki, the defensive tackle out of Texas A&M. Uh, really Really intriguing guy there, listed at uh, 6'3", 304. It's uh, so a real good, real good possibility here, especially for a defense that, you know, it sounds like is going to be very multiple. We heard, uh, we of course heard Phil Snell talk about how they're going to show some three-man looks, some four-man looks, some bare fronts. So a lot of different work there, and you definitely need uh, some young defensive guys in there. So Matabuke is going to be the guy there. Then we move on here to round number four. Uh, you know, running back is certainly a possibility, and there's a couple guys on the board here. Cam Akers and Eno Benjamin still probably want to touch up the secondary a little bit. Offensive line, uh, maybe get a tight end. So I think here, uh, you know, I think we're going to add in another cornerback here. I think we're going to grab a second secondary guy. We're going to go with the Iowa kid, Michael Ojemudia. So that'll give us two new young uh, secondary players. And again, especially if, uh, if things change in the cornerback room in terms of is Ross Cockrell going to be back? Is James Bradbury going to be back? And uh, what's what's the confidence level of Dante Jackson? So uh, another cornerback in the mix there. And now we're on the board here in round number five. And I think we got to start giving Tua some uh, some weapons here, especially with, you know, Joe Brady. I really want to give him a lot of uh a lot of firepower, a lot of weapons to really make this offense go. So we're going to go with Devin Duvernay, wide receiver out of Texas. I was really impressed with him at the Senior Bowl. Him and Colin Johnson really made Texas proud down in Mobile. And in round five, I really liked uh, the production possibility and the value there out of out of Duvernay. So you can have Duvernay, you can have DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. Uh, those are three real good guys, especially with uh, with this new coaching staff that I would be really excited about. So back on the board here in round number six. So we've shored up defensive line. We've taken care of the secondary. We've taken care of quarterback. Uh, let's get some more... Let's get some more pass rushing in here, though. Let's let's hit up edge, and let's go ahead and take the kid out of Miami, 6'4", 250, Jonathan Garvin out of Miami. Uh, it seems to be some love for him. You know, round six, a chance to develop him, let him work with Brian Burns, let him get into that rotation. Uh, I'd be intrigued with what what the Panthers might be able to do with the, uh, with some new edge guys and, you know, a guy like Phil snow, who we know has had a lot of success on defense and uh, getting pressure and just 
getting work out of their defense. And finally, round eight, or yeah, round eight, <laughs> round seven. Just kind of looking around. Let's let's actually grab a running back here in round seven. Let's grab a guy that was down at the senior bowl, made some nice plays, and let's see if we can get a little bit of help for Christian McCaffrey and maybe give him a chance to get a little bit more of a breather during games instead of you know possibly a, a wear and tear early in his career. We're gonna go with Antonio Gibson. <laughs> The running back out of Memphis, like I said, I thought he performed pretty well. Uh, really, I thought all the running backs down in Mobile were really good. But in round seven, a guy like Gibson, not bad at all. So that'll that'll wrap it up. Another mock draft, another live mock here in the books. And again, so just to recap, round one, we went with two Otunga Vailoa. Round two. Grant Delpit, the LSU safety. Round three, Justin Mabuki, defensive line out of Texas A&M. Round four, Michael Ojemudia, cornerback out of Iowa. Round five, Devin Duvernay, Texas wide receiver. Round six, Miami edge, Jonathan Garvin. And round seven, Memphis running back, Antonio Gibson. So that's the latest live mock draft here on Locked On Panthers, and I think that's a good way to end this. Well, actually, before I end it, I did say I wanted to touch on uh, Greg Olson a little bit because, of course, there is some news on him as far as teams that are interested in him. Of course, the uh, the release has already been, been made official, so he is officially a free agent. And again, because he was released by the Panthers and his contract, you know, he's still had a year left on his contract. He is free to visit teams already. And three teams, according to Adam Schefter, have already lined up to take a look at Greg Olson. He's scheduled to visit with the Buffalo Bills, the Washington Redskins, and the Seattle Seahawks. Buffalo and Washington both, of course, have some Carolina connections. Brandon Bean, of course, previously worked in Carolina's front office and is now the um, general manager of the Bills, Sean McDermott, of course, former defensive coordinator of the Panthers before becoming head coach of the Bills. Redskins, obviously the Ron Rivera factor. So there's connections there. And then again, the Schefter reporting that the Seahawks are also in the mix. So all three of those places would be intriguing positions, especially a team like, especially teams like Washington and Buffalo. Washington, you know, it would give them that uh, that veteran presence, especially with Vernon Davis having just retired. Uh, you have the young quarterback in Dwayne Haskins, and again, the, the Ron Rivera factor. So I think I think uh, Greg Olson wouldn't be a bad fit in Washington, and in a team like Buffalo. Buffalo, you know, they really like Dawson Knox. But a guy like Greg Olson can come in and be that veteran presence for Greg, or for uh, Dawson Knox and be kind of that second tight end option for Josh Allen. We know that the Bills are going to be busy this offseason. They've got some cap room to work with. They know that, uh, you know, if last season is any indication, you know, and really over the course of the last three years, this is a, you know, this is a team that's certainly on the rise. Uh, they've just got to start. Uh, you know, getting some weapons, you know, maybe some more weapons for, for Josh Allen and 
continuing to improve that defense. But a veteran leader like Greg Olson would not be a bad idea for a team that is coming off a playoff uh, playoff appearance. So really going to be intrigued where he lands. And again, similar to Seattle, um, they know their Super Bowl window is closing. Greg Olson, really there, I think, not just veteran leadership, but he can come in and, and catch a few passes from Russell Wilson. Maybe the Seahawks feel that he's kind of that veteran pass catcher, that veteran leader that the Seahawks need to help push them toward getting that second championship before the window closes, before, uh, I mean, you still have a, you still have a few years, obviously with guys like Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll, but you, you can't also argue that that Super Bowl window is closing a little bit. So maybe they feel Greg Olson is one of the pieces to help push him closer to that title. But, but again, at least as of now, those are the three teams that have shown interest in Greg Olson, the Seattle Seahawks, the Buffalo Bills, and the Washington Redskins. So we'll keep an eye on where he ends up landing. So with that, I think we're going to get out of here. Uh, As always, thanks so much for listening. Really do appreciate it as always. And remember to follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti. And uh, the podcast, of course, is on Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We're there. And again, thanks for the support. Hope you guys had a good weekend and um, excited to keep on rolling here just a couple weeks away from the scouting combine. And I, like I said, as of now, the plan is I will be in Indianapolis for the scouting combine. So looking forward to that. So with that, we're out. Have a good day, everybody. We'll see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care my friends. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.